Um, welcome. My name is Dejosini. Welcome to another episode of the Ninja on the Ball podcast, where we are on the ball with the people that know. As I mentioned, we'll be bringing you unique insights from experienced people in the Nigerian football industry, people who really have experience that can really give you an insight on the goings on or the, their experiences. Um, today, we have a very unique guest. Um, glad to welcome to the show uh, one of my fellow coaches, um, Coach Bumi Blair, who is, uh, most of you may know him as the under-17s coach and scouts. Um, he's had many other roles, uh, which you may also know him from. But um, welcome to the show, Coach. Thank you very much, DG. It's a pleasure. Okay. Um, so first and foremost, um, I'm sure for a lot of for the people that don't know who you are, um, could you just give us a uh, what's your what's your current role and um, how long have you been coaching? All right. Uh, uh, the last time I was uh, the under seventeen. Nigeria National Under-17 team assistant coach in charge of scouting and um, currently that's the last duty I had with the national team uh, but currently I also work part-time with uh, Bescola in Lagos as uh, the uh, chief scout here in Nigeria then um, there's a, a local club I handle right here in the federal capital territory and that's Dante, Dante FC. Uh, that's, these are the projects I have at hand right now. Okay. Um, and so how long have you been, how many years have you been coaching? Uh, yeah, let me go back, let me think, let me, uh, 2010 to now, that should be like uh, 10 years. 10 years. Right? That's like oh. 10 years, right? Okay, like officially. Officially 10 years. <laughs> um, right. When you have when you have your certificate, that's when you can say you're a coach, right? Mm. But before then, I've been into coaching for at least uh, three to four years. Three to four years. Okay. So, yeah. um, obviously, the the main topic of conversation uh, today is the role of a national team coach, uh, um, because that's something which I'm sure a lot of people are very interested to know. So, what exactly was your role with the national team? Okay, uh, before the national under-17, I was with the national under-15 uh, in uh, 2010 as uh, the media officer of the team. And um, in uh, 2017, 2018, I got uh, you know, the appointment as uh, the national under-17 team assistant coach. And then at a point, I was redeployed to the national under-15 team uh, to help prepare the ground for uh, the chief coach. Of, I was redeployed to the national under-15 team to help uh, prepare the ground for the head coach, Manu Garuba, uh, for the players he's going to select from the under-15. If you know, you know Nigeria has this under-13, under-15, yes. uh, you know, teams where we pick players who graduate to the national under-17 and being someone who's been with uh, the under-15 2010, uh, I don't know, maybe that was why I was deployed there. So I stayed here for some weeks, you know, alongside the head coach then, uh, Usman Ileika. 
uh, we prepared the boys for the head coach of uh, the national understanding team, Manu Garba. Uh, I made some recommendations and all the likes of it. But basically, what I do is I assist the head coach, whatever duties he gives me. Uh, you know, forget about the paper duties, like, oh, you are the chief scout, you are this. You do whatever the coach tells you to do. Even though you are the scout and the coach doesn't want you to scout, you don't have any choice. If he gives you a, a job and gives someone else a casting job, uh, you need to follow instructions. But basically, uh, I do the scouting, you know. Uh, you know, we go everywhere when we see talent, you report to your chief coach. Uh, you give details, you know, he compares with what he has on his hands and he decides if I want to have this guy, if I don't want to have him. So uh, he relies on the data you supply and compares with what he has on his hands to decide, oh, if this player is worth inviting or not. Uh, but, you know, you are the one that has seen the player. So there are some times when he says, look, I think we have a better player compared to what you have described. But if you insist that, look, uh, I saw him and I think he could, you know, do better. So he could give, you know, a preference like, okay, let's see him for two weeks. He comes to camp and all the like. So basically that was, you know, what we did pre-camp. But when we are in camp, it gives you different duties. You know, um, I don't prepare uh, uh, training schedule. I don't, you know, I just help the chief coach, you know, wherever he needs me. I understand. I understand. Um, yeah. From 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 what you've just uh, told, from what you've just told us, uh, it's clear that uh, you must have a level of um, a level of um, trust from the coach, because obviously for the co- for you to recommend a player, and the coach maybe to think that maybe there's a player which is better, and for you to insist that uh, the player that you have seen is better. Obviously, you must have a level of trust, or you know, um, some sort of the, the coach must trust your recommendation. So that's uh, uh, yeah, yes, uh, I agree with you. But I think the coach trusts everyone. You know, if you we have seen all the players, uh, all the players in camp, or that you know we have before, and if you have a new player that you've seen, and you know something. And you recommend and the coach says, oh, I think we have, we are okay with it. And you say, no, coach, this new player, I think he can give this one a five. You know, I think it's just normal thing. Uh, or probably that's for the under something national team now. And, you know, I must say, uh, of a truth, the chief coach is a very, very nice man. I've worked with several people, you know, but this particular man, Manu Garba, is an open-minded person. And he always wants the best. And a very, very experienced coach. Very, very experienced coach. Exactly. I think that comes with a lot of experience. Um, so, um, of course, the next question, which a lot of people want to know is, how exactly does somebody get a role with the national team? For those out there, you know, who are aspiring and think, ah, you know, I, I would love to, to um, assist my country in some sort of, you know, some sort of role. How, how, how did it come about for you? Okay, uh, I, I would have loved to say this is how you get, this is it, this is it, this is it, but I don't, I have thought about the question, you know, but, but I just think you need to apply and, you know, they just, those who, uh, those who select just need to see that you are good enough. But I'm going to tell you a little story, uh, maybe it will help. Uh, in 2010, okay, the, uh, that was when I started my certification. Uh, you know, before then, I've been working as a journalist. And, you know, basically, I took interest in the junior national team. 
and uh, the under 13, under 15, under 17, somehow the under 22. And I followed them religiously. I mean, I have information about them. Then, you know, after some years, you know, the then NFL president, I mean, Megiri appointed me the media officer of uh, the under 13, under 15. Uh, so uh, during that period, you know, before then, I've been working with um, uh, Edwin Okon as he's a video analyst, you know, get the videos for him, tell him, give uh, of majorly opponents, you know, give him some heads up about, you know, the way they play and all the likes of it. Uh, so uh, when I now got the uh, media officer job, I discovered that we don't have enough coaches in Nigeria. Like, I give you a vivid example. There was a, a, a goalkeeper, David, who came in either from Joss or Kano. He was in camp. Uh, in the very first week, he was not good enough. Then, the, the, in the first week, we didn't have a goalkeeper trainer. Then, in the second week, the NFF requested that the, our host state, that's uh, on the state, Sunshine, should supply them with a goalkeeper trainer. So we had a goalkeeper trainer work with him for like four days, and this guy became something else. So at that point, I discovered that it's probably this boy has no goalkeeper uh, trainer where he came from, <clears throat> because he was obviously a very good goalkeeper, but has not been going through uh, you know enough training. Uh, so that's just one example. A lot of players were just like that. Lot of talent, very poor training. You could see it. So and I decided that okay. Uh, if there are no enough, uh, you know, uh, coaches, then that means a lot of us need to go into coaching so that, you know, we can give a helping hand. You know, people uh, say, oh, Nigeria has talent. You know, when you get to the national team, you know that, come on, those words are just underused. I mean, Nigeria has got talent. I mean, we can consistently get to the semifinals of the Senior World Cup. I'm not minding words. I mean, I am I, a journalist. I'm a coach, so I, I know the I know the talent you need, but there are things you need to do in between then for you to, you know, have such talent. So I decided to go into coaching and, you know, I have a background in journalism which helps me and, you know, my personality, you know, on air personality, T V, radio and my relationship with people. So I'm a good person. You know, I don't, um, I don't indulge in vices. I don't like to be, And these are the normal kind that people need at the national team level, especially for the junior team, uh, teams, people who can mentor them, people who they can see as, uh, you know, as someone they aspire to be. And in the process of that, you know, I was there when the Kalechis, the Taiwanese, the Chideras, you know, were not shot. And for, uh, for the record also, uh, Taiwa Wani and the set of uh, 2013, uh, while still coaching, and, you know, why I need my badges, I uh, was the media officer also, I, I made some videos. You know, out of my own, you know, it's not as if the NFL paid for it, but I did it because of the love of, you know, the children. Made a video, you know, put it on the internet, and all the likes of it. So when Nigeria had issues with MRI then, Manu Garba was uh, the head coach. You know, he called me like for several <laughs> months before then I had been telling him that coach, you know, some of those under 15, under 15 boys, you know, they could play for your team more. He would tell me, they are too small. They meet them. If they meet Congo now, they will not, they will not meet up and all those things. So when they had issues with MRI, he had to, you know, he called me like, Bumi, where, where are those your boys? Let me see that your video. Now, after watching the video, he 
then decided to, you know, call up about uh, seven or two of them. That's uh, Taiwo Awoni, uh, this defensive midfielder, yeah, uh, Chidereizi, and a whole lot of them. That was how they made the 2013, you know, uh, FIFA under 17 World Cup winning team. So that was a huge one for me. And, you know, for the players, they never forgot it. So it's like I'm proving myself over the, over the time. And, you know, yes, over the time. And, you know, when we go for coaching courses and all the likes of it, you know, with my relationship with the football house, you know, even sometimes when I'm not qualified, you know, to be in those gatherings, for example, the Asner um, uh, Star uh, Coaching Seminar, I can't remember the exact year now, it's 2017 or so. You know, I, I wrote specially to the NFF because it was mainly for the MPFL head coaches. Well, I wrote specially to the NFF to give me a chance. No, so that I can learn because it won't cost them anything. All I would just be there to learn. And they granted me the you know opportunity and I put myself, you know, on those occasions, you know, that I want to learn and all the likes of it. Uh, so I think all those things also work in my favor. So when you are asking how do you become a coach, but eventually you need to believe in yourself. Yeah. One, when I applied for the job, I don't think there were, you know, people of my age or my status, you know, unknown who actually applied for that job or, you know, got shortlisted for that job. You know, a lot of people thought, oh, it's for the big coaches and not the likes of it. But I knew I could, <laughs> I could, I have something I can offer. And on the day of the interview, you know, I had, um, uh, uh, was, uh, there, there's this excellent nation. I think it's on our coaching group now. Uh, he played in, uh, his, uh, his, he's not Chidiodia. He played in the same country with Chidiodia. You know, he was on the same uh, table with me. I had uh, Unduka Obade, I had the current uh, Tornado's coach, uh, and one, okay, Haruna Ilirika, Usman Ilirika, rather, the head coach of the National League. These are high-caliber coaches. And in between them, while we were, they were conducting that interview, I still showed, up, I still showed my quality to the extent that after the interview, you know, uh, some of those who did not know me started asking fellow journalists, who is Bumi Blair, who is Bumi Haruna? You know, come on, he has a lot. And even the head of the technical committee then, you know, he, he was so impressed that he had to stand up and say, look, Bumi, we can't give you the under 17 national team head coach because we want, you know, experienced people. But obviously, you have something you can offer. He said it just like, I've seen that you impressed so much, but we can't give you. Uh, invariably, I was happy, like, oh, so I'm impressed. And you are impressed. So you need, you need to be ready. You need to believe in yourself. He actually asked me, I think then I was 13... I don't know if I was 34, 35 or something. Uh, he said, I'm too young. <laughs> I just called his attention to, to uh, the then, was it Shaka 04 or something? <laughs> the coach that just, uh, yes, uh, yes mean, I think it was Shaka manager. Yes, uh, that almost that qualified for the Champions League. I know the likes, I think it was, uh, was it 28 or 29 then or something? 29, yes. Look, yes, and that's the young, he's already playing Champions League and I'm 30 something, you're telling me that I'm young. That's that. Uh, <laughs> At my age, I ought to be. I can be president of this country. Why not? If I if I'm good enough, I know I I have not applied to be the head coach of the under 17. But I want to learn. I've also worked in uh, you know uh, through the processes, which also helped me uh, during those period where I was earning my badges. I tried to understudy coaches. First, I worked for three years with uh, Usman in Nivika, who is the under 17 coach. Then he was also, he also doubled as the head coach of. Um, um, FC Abuja and because I, I live in Abuja I worked with him I tried to manage my schedule my own personality work you know with also going to training to learn 
And when Emmanuel Amunike, when he won the under-17, uh, you know, World Cup, I also wrote to the NFL to please allow me to understudy him. And for like four months, I understudied Emmanuel Amunike. I was open, hoping to understudy Manu Garuba and Unduka um, Ogbade. Then fortunately, you know, I didn't need to understudy them, you know, right to understudy them because I was giving a job as the assistant. So all through this period, through the national, I just think, okay, I'm understudying them. I'm learning from them. And so basically, I've just been trying to prepare myself for the job. Wow. Um, I'm actually, I'm so, I'm so glad that I, I got you to do this, uh, <laughs> this interview because um, the previous interview that I did was uh, yeah. a um, episode about how to become a coach in Nigeria. And now you've just followed it up with some very, very good points for a lot of uh, aspiring coaches, young coaches, or even coaches who are um, trying to get that, that next big role. A lot of points oh, okay. that Coach Bumi has just made where he talks about being open-minded and being confident and being brave. Yeah. The bravery that it takes to put yourself out, you know, to, to, to um, take a chance, you know. If, if uh -huh. you don't take a chance, then, you know, you, don't, you will never know whether you can apply yourself, whether you can get this role. And, you know, he, he wrote... Exactly. Exactly. Let me give you another example. You know, there was a time, uh, you know, I, I think that was about four years ago now. Uh, I was not yet, you know, the head coach of any team or, you know, handling anything. And there was this man I was working with, uh, FC International here in Abuja. You know, he was also the uh, coach of uh, FC Abuja. After Usman left, uh, I, you know, I, I stopped, you know, uh, working with them because of, uh, you know, FC International. So uh, he called me to come and manage his team. He was playing this preseason tournament. Uh, here in the FCG. And, you know, a lot of people doubted my ability. But with the, with just, uh, you know, amateur boys in the FCG in his team then, we went all, all the way to beat professional teams in the, in the whole of Abuja to win the preseason tournament. You know, I, I never doubted myself. But even while on the pitch, people would doubt what you are doing, substitutions and everything. They would shout, fans, those who know the <laughs> team and all the likes of it. So it's just left for you to know that this is what I want. And then, let the players have confidence in you, you know, with what you are doing. That look, they, sometimes you have some of the players that who will doubt you too, you know, <laughs> but eventually they will come to realize that, come on, this guy has got something to give. Mm. That's some very, very, very good points there. I hope for the people who are listening that they really take this on board. Um, of course, um, so I've asked you uh, how to become, uh, how, how the role came about. Now, obviously, now yeah. that, that we know how the role came about, uh, we know that you are a coach, you are also a scout. So for boys who are listening, who are, you know, want, who want to be the next, uh, you know, Awoni, you know, who want to be the next, you know, uh, star for our, for our Eaglets, who want to be the next star in our under-15s, uh, under-17, how, how can they get noticed? What can they do to get, your, to get the attention of uh, national team coaches? Mm, all right. Uh, I think we need to, you know, we need to atomize things, uh, you know, uh, clearly because there are a lot of ways to get to the national team. Uh, first, you need to be good enough. You need to be one of the best. If you are not one of the best, go back and, you know, arrange yourself, you know, try and train more. Because if you get the opportunity to try out and you don't make it, it's a huge 
uh, you know, set back because it will take a lot for the coach to give you an, uh, another opportunity. Uh, but for the junior teams, I'm very confident with how you can get to the national team. Uh, the Nigeria Football Federation, they have this under 13, under 17, under 15 uh, that they run, and they have a yearly competition. So what you need to do is this. Be one of the best in your state. Come along with your state to the national uh, competition. You understand? So here you get noticed. If you are one of the best in your state and, you know, you get to represent your state, if you can't represent your state, then you are not good enough for a national team. That's the truth. If you are, if you are in Lagos and you can't probably represent Lagos, how come can you represent Nigeria? If you are in uh, Ogun, you, you are not good enough to represent Ogun. How come you will be good enough to represent Nigeria? So you need to prove yourself first at the local level. You know, you can't stay and say you don't have club, I'm not playing, you are not playing for... Uh, for example, let's say you are in Ibadan. You don't play for some uh, shooting stars. You are not good enough to play for, you know, some of the academy, good academies there. And you say you want to just come to the national team to come and try out. It's very rare. There are players who have done that. But it's very rare. You need to be playing for an academy. People will know you. People will recommend you. But first, for the junior teams under 13, it's through a national competition. And the moment you are, you, you are so good that you are selected, then you have started the journey to playing for the Super Rebels in the future. Because now, unlike in the past, now there are data about, you know, these players, you know, uh, the NFL follow them wherever they go. You know, they follow their development and everything. In the past, you know, they used to bring them into the camp. While I was a media officer, we used to bring them into camp uh, quarterly, at least every three months, majorly during the holidays, you know, and they, sometimes they have like uh, up to a month, you know, camping. Sometimes three weeks, you know, uh, the NFL alternates the location, you know, from one state to another, the play-friendly game. So the players keep developing. And it's the bulk of these under-13, under-15 players that will eventually move. Uh, you know, that was what, we are, what Nigeria had in 2013 that, you know, gave us, you know, a base to build, you know, that winning team. You know, because the players have been playing together since uh, uh, 2008, 2009. The Kelechi, the is. Uh, though Awoni joined late at under-15 level, but Kelechi and Co. had been playing from under-13. So they've had years of playing together, at least two to three years of playing together. And then the youth development thing was consistent. You know, every three months, you are sure they will come to camp. NFL was sponsored. They, they didn't have sponsors. And so that's the number one, you know, uh, route to the national team as probably a young star under-12, under-13, under-15. Play for your state, get noticed by the national team coaches, you join the national under uh, 15 team. Uh, from there, you graduate to the national under 17. And if perhaps at that level you didn't get a chance, don't worry. Attach yourself to a football club there, an academy. Start to improve and, you know, get noticed by some of the coaches, you know, handling teams there. For example, Coach JJ. She's a very good player in Lagos. And he calls me, like, Probably, let's say I'm with the national team, and he says, uh, "Bumi, I, I think I've seen a special uh, player because only special players are, you know, expected to be in the national team. You can't have average players or whatever. No special players. And if you say he has a special player, then we have to think about it. Then the national team, you team coach will decide. Oh, do I still have room to for tryouts and not the likes of it? Or he will recommend that." If you can bring your, those players in, maybe they play a friendly game with, you know, the boys they have on ground, 
to determine if they, are, they were really good or not. For example, the last under 17, there was one boy, Abdul Basit. Uh, I think he was injured in the last uh, you know, few minutes. That was why he couldn't make the walk up. He was not there during Wafu. He was not there during uh, uh, you know, the Nations Cup. But during the World Cup, he came, his team came to play us. Uh, I think uh, uh, I think it was Coach Joseph that brought them, you know, and he played well. He scored one goal. I think they lost four one. He scored a goal, and you know when I saw what he did to our best defenders, I mean we fielded one of some of the best players we had in the defense on that day, and he went through them seemingly as if it was they were nothing. You know I had to call the coach's attention. And coach said, "Yeah, he's been taking a look, uh, you know." Uh, uh, taking notice of the player. So we invited him and he blended well, just unfortunately he didn't make the uh, team eventually due to injury. Do you understand? So these are just ways, you know, through which you can. And to be sincere, if you have, um, you know, uh, a good agent, when I mean a good agent, you know, you know, these days people say, uh, you know, guidance are agents. So that's what they call them in Nigeria. But basically these people are club proprietors. Uh, you who in one way or the other have affiliation, you know, with the NFS or they know the coach and the coach trusts them to, you know, uh, have good players. So they call the coach to their area. For example, if they're in Lagos, they call the coach, you know, to Lagos to come and see their players, you know, in terms of scouting. Then if he sees you, spots you in this kind of uh, situations, he picks you. So there are a lot of ways through which you can get through the national team. But basically, Nigeria Football Federation is trying to channel, you know, the national team through the youth teams so that, you know, we have a team that will know the, uh, you know, culture of play here in the country. So I think the best way for young stars is to come through the under-13, under-15 to the under-17 and there upwards. So that's, Hello, that's, that's some very good insight there. Um, for people, for people um, uh, who are listening... What Coach Bumi has just told us is that Nigeria has a clear pathway, which is trying to encourage uh-huh. players to to build progressively from from uh, the smaller levels towards the senior team. So, if you are a young uh-huh. player out there and you want to get onto that national stage, you know, just go out there and play football. Play football. Try and represent your state if if you believe you are good enough. And you should, uh, there, sh- there should be somebody there who, who will see you play. And uh, you, just have to, you just have to keep working hard. Maybe you missed the first stage, but as Coach Bumaya said, you know, there's always more opportunities available. You just got to keep working hard. Uh-huh. Um, in line with what I've just asked you, um, so with, um, of course, you know, national, the national team is of interest to everybody, all Nigerians, you know, that's, that's something that we all love yeah. and we all hold to yeah. our hearts. Um, what, yeah. what can we as a football community do better to support the national team? Um, and what I mean is, uh, uh, what, what can we, um, do we need to uh, support the boys better? Do we need to hold more youth grade competitions? Do we need... Um, more uh, commun- coaches coaching in schools. What can we do to uh, help support the national team? Okay. Uh, first, I think we need more coaches. More coaches. Because we find out that, you know, when majority of these boys, when eventually they get to the national team, uh, you know, they don't have the basics. <laughs> we start, you know, even at under 20, you see the coach still teaching how to, you know, 
uh, trap the ball, how to release the pass. Even though we know we should teach all, uh, you know, they should be part of our training. But, you know, there are some basic things you expect players to know. But they don't know it. And, you know, they, they have, some of them have this raw talent that you cannot ignore. Then you bring, then, then there's this player that, that has, a, you know, a very good bullet in his legs, but, you know, struggles to trap the ball, you know. So they are not refined. They don't, they lack basics. So obviously they've not been going through the right training, you know, from where they are coming from. So you need to start teaching. And when, unfortunately, uh, they get to uh, probably 18, 19, 20, it becomes difficult for them to learn. You know, even though you, they can still learn, but unlike when they were, you, you start teaching them from when they are 10, 12, 11, and the likes of it. You know, I think we need more qualified coaches, not just coaches. Qualified coaches that, you know, have gone through the basic training, at least the basic training, NIS, that's what I think is the basic here in Nigeria. Or at least a two weeks, uh, you know, coaching course that deals directly with grassroots, you know, football development. That's what we need. That's, that's the number one thing we need, okay? We need more coaches. I, I think currently Nigeria has... Um, uh, maybe I'm not sure we've, we had up to uh, 1,000, uh, you know, uh, certified coaches in Nigeria in terms of uh, the CAP uh, courses now because that's, you know, uh, what can give you a national team job or something. I, I don't think we have up to 1,000. I'm not sure. Uh, CAP, A, CAP uh, A, CAP B, CAP C coaches. I'm not sure. Maybe 700 and something right now. And we have countries like Egypt that have certified about 7,000 or so. So just imagine Nigeria population to about 700. So we still have a lot to be done. So if those of you who love football decide to go for a coaching job, all of you will still need more. You understand? So we need more coaches. It's, just not, it's not just about coaches. Coaches who are passionate and could dedicate their time. Because eventually you find out that at this local level, you don't, there is no money. At the grassroots level, there is no money. But everybody wants to think, oh, wants to make money, wants to make money. Even at the national team level, there is no money. No money, Baba. No money. There's no money. I keep repeating, there's no money. But it's just about your passion. You know, you wanting to help eventually, you know, and ensure that. Because I believe we, we have the talent. We have what it takes to, you know, win the World Cup. That's what me, I believe. So first, we need more coaches. Then there's something that happens that I discovered, uh, you know, uh, a lot of Nigerians, you know, rumors and rumors and rumors. They don't allow the team to rest. It's unfortunate. For example, the under 17, you know, I've been a journalist. I really don't know uh, until I joined the national team. I really don't know how difficult it is, you know, to be a coach in Nigeria. I mean, a national team coach. This one would uh, say this, this one would say this. They will say a lot of wrong things, uh, untrue things about you, just to try and derail the team or to get their players into the team. All these things are serious disruptions that eventually could affect the team, you know, uh, in the competition. You know, I've heard so many people say so many things about Manu Garuba, for example. And even on our group, the coaches group, people say a lot of things. And I just, I just, I just shake my head and like, if those of you speaking, if you can do 30% of what Manu Garuba has been going through, if you can go through it and, you know, and come out on scrap, we will have a better football. So I think people should look at themselves first, try and help themselves to be a better coach and, you know, all those things they want in the other coaches, they should put it in themselves first and will get, you know, a better footballing community. And for the fans, it's not just about criticism alone. Let's support the player. Let's support the players. 
when they make mistakes, we support them. In the rain, we support them. You know, at the junior level, it's not about win, 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 win. You know, for example, the last under-17 team, people said is the worst, you know, uh, under some people, by the way, under-17 they've ever seen. And, you know, I've, gone, I've watched each of the tapes of all the matches that uh, we played at the World Cup. At least I've watched each of them six times now. And uh, come on, you need to go back and see those teams to know that we have talent there. And, you know, those boys should not be allowed to rot away. We should encourage them to the next level. So I think these are some of the basic things we need. Uh, and also facilities in Nigeria, you know, basically first, coaching. We need better coaches at the grassroots level. Definitely. Um, from well, um, I'm sure a lot of people would know that uh, grassroots is usually the beginning for a majority of players. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if if we are to um, have uh, um, more players to choose from, then we need more uh, qual- quality grassroots coaches um, who are scouring the communities because. You know, a country as large as Nigeria, you know, I mean, to, to, for somebody to tell me that uh, you can't find 20 world-class youths uh, or 20 mm-hmm. youths with world-class potential in the population size that we have is not, is, I don't think it's possible. Um, and, you know, one example that I always use for people is that I feel that Nigeria is of a similar climate, similar structure, similar background to a place like Brazil. Um, and we see how many players Brazil or the, the quality of players that Brazil produces year after year. I think exactly quality. I think that we have the same capabilities. It's just that uh, we just need to put more things in place so that uh, we would have a more direct line uh, where these players, you know, these players know that okay, if I want to do this, I must go here. If uh, I go to mm-hmm. this place, okay. I know that this is where um, so-and-so will be. This is where this is club will be. So once we get these things mm. in place, I think we will have a much stronger football culture, a much stronger football league, a much stronger national team. Um, so mm. thank you for that insight. Um, we just, you know, we just got to keep supporting. And, you know, I think, um, as Coach Bumi said, uh, I think a very important point is that these, at under-17 level, these are teenagers. You know, these are teenagers. Yeah. They are representing their country and it's very important. But you need to remember that they are teenagers and they're still young boys that are learning. So it's important that we continue to support them. Um, so, well, uh, with all the experience that you have, I'm sure obviously a lot of people uh, will want to know, um, are there any names in particular that have not been signed yet? I know there's, you know, uh, from our youth grade teams, there's a number of boys who have already been signed and, you know, there's already talk of, you know, their potential. But of the ones that maybe um, are lesser known or they, their name is not as big yet, um, is there any players that you can tout for us as a, you know, somebody to look out for, somebody that's a future star that has real potential? You mean from the national team team or generally? Um, somebody, well, it can be either from the under-17 team or somebody who generally that you have seen, maybe their name is not as big yet, but this person, you said, hmm, this person definitely has something about them, you know, something to look out for. Uh, yes, you know, at the, at the level I'm coaching now, uh, it's very difficult for you to project like, oh, this player is going to be this, is going to be that. You can only 
uh, you know, tell the world the attributes he had. You don't know if eventually he will make it, which is, you understand, you can only talk about the attributes he had. Right? He's very good. For example, uh, last week I was speaking, uh, there was uh, this team I, I worked with about uh, four years ago, First Touch Football Academy here in the FCC. Uh, we dealt with, uh, we coached players within the age of three and 15. And there were about four players They were at the academy then. After a year or two, I don't know, I don't know the exact uh, period now, but they moved to England. So for, since then, we've not been in touch. Then their parents just called me from out of the blues, like, oh, Coach Bumi, we've been looking for your number, so I got your number, and started telling me about those players. I was one that was three years, okay, that was three years old then. He's now seven. I understand he's in England. He told me he's a hot kick now at seven. Almost all the big clubs in England will be looking for him. And the father was asking me that then, what did I see in the boy? I told him that as I then, if I'm to compare with a player right now, he's going to be like a player like uh, Traore, the boy from um, uh, Wolverhampton. Wolverhampton. Yes, Wolverhampton Wanderers in uh, England, uh, the uh, midfielder. Like the boy plays like Traore. And he told me, look, that's exactly who the boy is right now. Like the power, the pace, you know, he's just like a bump. You know, these are just the things you can identify, their qualities, their, you know, you can say, oh, this boy is going to be a star. We've seen a lot of them. You read them and eventually they don't make it. But what I can tell you is this, in Nigeria, we've got talent. I mean, we can have three different national teams. I mean, the last Under-17 World Cup we went, we practically went with the third team because of so many issues. MRIDs, uh, I don't, he doesn't have a passport and there, are, there is few days to submit these and not, you know, we practically went with like the third set of players and we still got to uh, the second round. So there are a lot of players who eventually have not been seen in one way or the other. They could find their way up there and eventually they will blow them. So what I can say is there is a lot of talent. We just need to have a dedicated channel a dedicated way through which we train these players to get to the top. But we all know right now the standard uh, for measuring success or if you want to win the World Cup is to have your players playing for top clubs in Europe. The question is, how can you, uh, you now produce uh, players that are of top European qualities, top players that are qualities that European clubs will want to sign? So these are the questions we should ask ourselves. Because we know since 19, uh, uh, let's say, 1990, 1994, up to now, teams that win the World Cup are teams that have, you know, top European qualities in their teams. So the uh, uh, periphery side for success has already been laid down. So how can we pr produce players that can live up to that European qualities that we want that, uh, how can we have players that European teams want to sign? Because you need these players to be playing in those European countries, you know, for you to have a chance at the World Cup. So basically, these are just, you know, some of the things. And I know that if we have good coaches at the grassroots level, because if some of these players get better coaching at the grassroots level, you know, coaching them at the national team and eventually, uh, you know, tendering them towards having these uh, qualities uh, that can make European clubs want to sign them 
would be much more easier. That's that's very very true. Um, which you know, um, I think it's always a thing of discussion. You know, people always wonder, you know, why did this player not make it? Why did that player not make it? I I can understand. You know, sometimes the pressure is too much, or sometimes you're just it's too early for people to make such predictions. Yeah. Um, exactly. This so much insights uh, from this interview uh, already. Um, so, um, in terms of your own coaching or your own uh, career, uh, what is your vision or long-term goal what, in football? Like, what, 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 what do you, where do you see yourself in the future? Right. Where would you like to see? All yourself? right. Well, like, where I see myself is winning the World Cup with Nigeria. I have to coach a European team, like a big European team, but I'm not an ex-international. Even the ex-internationals don't get the chances in Europe right now. But there's only one way, uh, one very good chance that I can prove myself through the national team. If uh, eventually I learn enough and I get the chance to lead, you know, uh, some of the national teams eventually, and, you know, we go to war. Yeah, and I beat Brazil, I beat Argentina, I beat England. Then someday maybe Chelsea will be forced to call who is the black man who's been beating everyone and mm-hmm. won't give him a chance. You understand? You understand? And I also want a chance to go out there to Europe to go learn, you know, how, you know, uh, learn more from some of those top coaches. I know in the next few years I should get the chance to do some of this. But my aim is to help Nigeria win the World Cup because I know we have got the talent. And, you know, I'm happy that I'm not just like going to be like a coach who will just sit down and wait like, oh, everybody should work for me. No, I will be part of the campaign to ensure that we have better co- uh, coaches, better players from the grassroots. I will be part of the campaign to ensure that we have good administrators who will help us achieve this. And I will also be part of those who will ensure that we have coaches doing the right thing. You know, so I want to contribute my own quota to ensure that Nigeria one day can win the Senior World Cup and consistently get to the semi-finals of the World Cup. So, um, <laughs> first and foremost, um, that is an excellent, that's an excellent vision that you have for yourself. And I'm glad that you have a plan as to how uh, you're looking to achieve it. Um, I, I noticed that you, you mentioned Chelsea. Uh, <laughs> is, that the football club, <laughs> is that the football club that you support or was it just because Chelsea is a big club? Well, Chelsea is a big club. Uh, you know, I football club. I really just don't. I really admire uh, coaches rather than supporting football clubs. Okay. Uh, I I also follow I also follow Nigerian players wherever they go. For example, uh, in the past, I don't used to support Man U, but Johnny Gallo now has made me a Man U fan. <laughs> uh, in the past, <laughs> yes. In the past, I used to follow Arsenal, but there are no Nigerian players there except uh, Bukayo Saka. And I hope we get him eventually to play for the Super Eagles with the way he's playing right now. I, I think he's a top, top talent that can give us about 10 or so years. I think those who can convince him should please try. Uh, you know, I follow them. So wherever there is a Nigerian player I follow, and I follow coaches too. I like Jose Mourinho. I like his, you know, uh, approach to games. And, you know, his kind of background is something I also try to learn from. And I also love Diego Simeone. Diego tries to get results the any way he wants. And uh, I, I would love to be in an environment also where I can learn from uh, Pep Guardiola 
but the closest I've come to him is working with Emmanuel Amunike. And I can tell you if, if, if there is a lot of similarities, uh, you know, in how both, uh, you know, uh, coaches, you know, train their players. Mm. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a very, very good point. Um, I'm sure, well, a, a lot of uh, coaches out there, you know, they see Mourinho and uh, as a, a big inspiration, especially because of his background, you know, uh, Mourinho did, for people that don't know, Mourinho did not have uh, the playing career that uh, a lot of these other coaches had. Mourinho, he worked his way up, you know, from translator to scout, uh-huh. all the way to coach, and then he became manager. You know, that is, you know, uh-huh. persistence, the persistence. And, uh, you know, the, the uh, research that he did to get to the level that he, he got to. So for coaches out there, there's always, there's always somebody, maybe even if you're not uh, aspiring to be the next Mourinho, there's always somebody who you can look at and say, hmm, that person, you know, has similarities in the way that I want to approach things or maybe even in the background that they come from. Um, so uh, final question, which... Yeah, uh, obviously just before we end um what advice would you give to somebody who is uh looking to to become a national team coach or maybe a coach uh um in in nigeria of a high level what what advice um would you would you give to them okay uh if he's new in nigeria like if he hasn't been seen in nigeria no 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 some, somebody then. Somebody, so, uh, you know, as for a young coach, you know, who's listening. That's a young coach. Yes. That's yeah, you, you, need to go, you, need, you need to go and learn. You need to go and learn. Go to, for example, if you want to be the coach of um, Plateau United, go attach yourself to Plateau United. Learn from them. Attaching yourself to them, these things are easy. Go for your badges. You, you understand? While I was going for my badges, you know, I think my salary was like, uh, I was earning very little thing, you know, and can't even pay for my housing. But I had to also to make sure I got those badges, you know, and I continued I persevered because I knew what I want. So get the badges, attach yourself to some of those people you think you can learn from. Learn from them, then your time will come. I mean, you need to learn. You need to be ready so that when the chance comes, you won't uh, waste it. You'll be able to utilize it because obviously there will be a chance. And, you know, try to learn for, from as many people as possible. Learn from as in, right now, you know, uh, I'm just lucky that, you know, most of the national teams come to Abuja. And when they come, you know, uh, because I'm a journalist, I go there, I watch those things. People think I'm just there as a journalist to watch. No, I, I'm watching what the coaches are doing. Uh, you know, I remember when Edwin Okun was the head coach of uh, the senior national team, even when he was the under-20, uh, you know, coach. You know, I walked to him, walked up to him that if he wants me to help him with, you know, videos and all the likes of uh, them with the uh, opponents, I can get them for, for him. And when I got the first one for him and analyzed, you know, how the opponents were playing, identified some of the threats, we started working. You, you know, so he, he will pay me for some of the videos. Sometimes he will say, ah, Bumi, thank you. That's all. But I didn't mind because I was learning from him. You understand? So you need to go all out and try and learn at every point. Mm. That's uh, a very, very good point to end on. Um, fantastic, fan- fantastic episode today with uh, Coach Bumi. Um, covered so many good points um, for aspiring coaches who didn't get that final point. Just go out there and learn. 
um, there's always opportunities available. Um, if you if you know your area well, I'm sure you know where people play football. You know where the teams train. Mm-hmm. You would have seen them. Um, you just have to ask. You know, some as they say, you know, if you want something, you've got to ask for it. Um, you you never know what the answer is unless you ask. Because if you just keep silent and you know you don't take the opportunity, then you're going to miss out. So if you're a young coach out there, just make sure you know take opportunity with both hands. Um, coach Bumi, it's been fantastic having you today. Um, thank you for all the insight thank you've given you. us. Um, we definitely have to have you on a on another episode for a different topic. Um, for people out there who have heard everything you 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 said and. They just want to ask some advice or some, uh, you know, some guidance. Um, what's the best place for them to contact you? Do you have, uh, uh, is it Twitter, Facebook, email? What's the best place to contact you? Hi, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook uh, with at Bumi Blair. At Bumi. I'm on Instagram also with at Bumi Blair. Bumi Blair. All together. Bumi Blair. B-U-N-M-I-B-L-A. I R as Bumible. Okay. And my email is also uh, Bumible at yahoo.co.uk. I reply messages. I add anybody. I don't have anything to hide. You know, I want to make friends. Thank. You. That's brilliant. Thank you, Coach. Um. So. Thank you. Thank you for coming today. Um. Really glad that you you came. Thank on. you. Um, for everybody who's been listening thank you for listening to the show I hope you really take on the messages of today the advice, the guidance Um, and um, for those who have been listening to the show who enjoyed it please leave us a recommendation a review, a like make sure you share with your friends and uh, we will see you next time with another episode thank you for listening this has been the Nigerian Ball Podcast where we are on the ball with the people that know.